For as long as I can remember, I have had a passion for helping others live into their potential. My goal is to share some practical knowledge from the world of performance psychology and wisdom from my own experiences to bring personal growth to you right where you are. Come on in. I'm Kayla, the coach next door. This is Kayla, the coach next door. Welcome. I have a friend and colleague with me today, Sarah Zalid, and I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about motivation. And uh, before we started recording, Sarah and I were chatting about a couple other things, and we um, said we might go on a couple tangents just because um, during this time of quarantine, we've done a lot of uh, personal growth reflection and uh, feel like we're we're learning some good stuff. So the goal today is talk to talk about motivation, but we'll see where the conversation takes us. And um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Sarah, if you want to just give us a brief intro of who you are and what you do. All right. So as Kayla said, um, I am a colleague of hers. So I actually work under her as the fitness supervisor of um, HealthFit. Um, but I have a whole history and background in fitness, um, even group exercise, personal training, wellness coach. I'm currently working to get my nutrition certification, and I also like to compete in my spare spare time and recently have gotten my pro card uh, with WBSF, um, and I guess in a small sense, that's what I do. Um, who I am might be a whole other podcast of identity, but um, I guess that's, a, that's what I do for a living. <laughs> no, that's good. That um, uh, you you pretty much hit on the the points that I was hoping you would. And um, so one of the reasons I asked Sarah to talk to me about motivation specifically is about uh, what has to do with her pro card status with the WBFF um, as a competitor. For those of you who don't know, that's uh, a worldwide organization for bodybuilding competition. Um, Remind me, what does WBFF stand for? World Beauty Fitness and Fashion. So it's kind of bodybuilding meets fashion. Um, it's pretty extravagant. It's definitely world-renowned. Um, there's competitions all over. It's actually just starting to pick up a little bit more speed in the United States. Um, but yeah, World Beauty Fitness and Fashion. Okay, awesome. So... Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, like Sarah said, she and I work together. And so a couple years ago, I saw firsthand from Sarah that she was preparing for her first competition. And I found it so motivational and so inspirational. That's why I decided to do the competition I did. And um, I actually had Sarah coach me through that. And she was great. Um, I don't know that I'll ever do it again, but uh, she has subsequently done... <laughs> she has subsequently done multiple competitions since then and um, most recently obtained her pro card, which is a pretty big deal. means she um, uh, placed first in her competition. And uh, so I know for myself, prior to seeing her training, 
for the first competition that she did, I was like, how in the world do these girls who compete stay motivated for long enough to get their bodies to look the way that they do when they step onto the stage? So um, I was hoping that she and I would get a chance today to talk about what her experience with motivation looks or has looked like and you know maybe specifically in the context of competing but I'll let her kind of take it wherever she wants to but um tell me a little bit about like your experience with motivation so it's a secret I buy off Amazon these magic motivational pills (laughs) 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 no really though like you just don't You're, you're not gonna always be motivated and Um, I think over the years and through my multiple competitions, because I do think competitions teach you something about yourself each time, and I come to realize that there is absolutely never going to be a time where you're completely motivated. I think once you give yourself that permission first to know, like, oh, I'm not going to be motivated tomorrow morning or Monday morning or the next day when I said I'd start this thing, Like, it's not just going to always show up for you, but there are going to be times where you're feeling highly motivated, and that's a great time to kind of get the fire started, but just know that it's not always going to be burning, and that you're going to have to have other things to have your back when that happens. So I know for me, the first competition, my motivation was absolutely to win first place. It was an outcome goal. I wanted to win in ignorantly of me. I was I've never done a competition before. I didn't even hire a coach. I trained myself and had my friend help me with nutrition and uh, posing. Shout out, Jamie. Um, but I got fourth place, and I was so disappointed. I remember I was so disappointed. And fast forward to my most recent competition, I made sure that I didn't focus on the, the outcome. I knew that that was something I could not control. Absolutely cannot control what the judges think of me. And I think that's a, an important life lesson as well. Um, but I took that away. I heard people say, like, oh, you're going to win this competition. I, I would block it out. I would be like, oh, it's nice, but I'm not going to take that because my goal is really just to focus on my process. So, with focusing on my process, that happened to actually win first place and earn my pro card, but my biggest suggestion to people is not to wait for motivation, but to have a solid, solid process. Okay. So, um, I want to get into that process here, and I think that this might be... um, Uh, a good time to or the opportune time to ask that when you have a lapse in that initial motivation because like you said when you're feeling motivated that's the time to start so when you have a lapse in motivation how do you get it back and what does that process look like so I guess what I would have is I you have to have that process so it's like those those waves come up and down but if you have a, a process and small action steps that you're taking then you have an action plan, and then you can kind of hit autopilot and go through your action plan. So I would say my biggest advice is like when you're feeling that fired up, that motivation, write it all down. Write out the the goal. Write out how. Write out realistically how too, by the way. And then write out all the characteristics of that person that needs to be to attain that goal. And 
I would also include with that, what are the daily habits that you need to do to achieve that goal? So, like, for me, weight loss is just kind of like a, or, you know, bodybuilding fitness is kind of like an easy way to, to demonstrate that. So, like, if my goal is to, you know, gain muscle or lose weight, my daily habits need to include tracking my food, drinking water, taking care of my mindset, and if it's on the plan today, I need to exercise today because we don't exercise every day, right? But what are my daily actions that I'm taking to make sure that I'm inching towards the, the end goal without just solely uh, laser focusing on the end goal? Okay. That's interesting that you say, like, not just laser focusing on the end goal. And uh, when you were talking about how you were so focused on just winning in that first competition, so what is it that you might focus on instead of that end goal? So, actually, funny you say that because I was like, I didn't really answer this question very well. (laughs) So, with focusing, so when your motivation laps, so when you're you're like get off work, you're exhausted, you're like, oh my gosh, my my kids need me to be here and I need to be that and I, I'm just not gonna go to the gym today. It just doesn't work. You can go back, okay, my motivation is very low right now, but what are my daily habits? And that's where you you take pride in those daily actions because they, they give you satisfaction to go, oh you know what, I was so tired. I woke up at 4 a.m. I woke up, you know, I, I had three hours of sleep because of my baby. I had, you know, X, Y, Z. I had a huge meeting today. I'm exhausted. But when you still do the thing that you said you were going to do, that that gives you satisfaction. Um, so this is kind of like a two-part answer. It's like when you're feeling the motivation lapse, you just take those daily actions that you can check off. Because just doing, staying disciplined is, I would say, more important than having motivation. Uh, consistency and having discipline but then also when the times that I focus just solely on the outcome one you you have kind of almost a chemical response to your body where you're stressing out you're like oh I really 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 want to lose 10 pounds again just using fitness as a a easy demonstration I want to lose 10 pounds well just because I think and I really really want it like doesn't make it happen and it also makes you feel kind of crappy when <laughs> you're sitting there like, I want to be thick, and it's not happening. It comes from, like, a negative place. Um, so I think when you can focus on and be happy and appreciate the small actions it takes to get to the end, end goal, you appreciate the full journey so much more than if you were to just attain that small thing because whatever that goal is at the end isn't as meaningful as what the actions you're going to do because in it's a variety what your actions are going to be but is it going to match the satisfaction of doing the thing that you said you were going to do day in and day out oh I totally agree with that I, I love that and the you know the the focus on the process instead of the product is is definitely one of the things I've done to stay motivated in tough times so um I wholeheartedly agree with you on that um But I do want to ask, because I know for myself personally, and I'm sure for other people who are listening, sometimes that focus on the process or uh, maybe the the daily habits that you're talking about haven't really been uh, ingrained quite yet. And maybe the goal is to to have 
one of those behaviors become a habit. Um, what are your thoughts on using some sort of extrinsic motivation? Are you for it? Are you against it? What what are your thoughts on intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation? Hmm. I actually, so I, I have a hard time with external motivation or anything that's, I, I, I go back and forth because I think there's an external motivator for me that is like my family. They're a big part of my why but they are not my whole why because they are also still not in my control. So for me to go, oh, I'm failing because they're not getting these things that I think they should have, like I can't control that. In a lot of cases, like there's a a whole lot in this world that you can't control. Um, So, and even just like, oh, I want this car, I want this house, those are all external things. as we are seeing right now, there are so many things that we cannot control. But you can control your character, and you can control your yourself. You control your actions. So to me, that's why internally motivation, internal motivation, is stronger. And I don't even want to call it internal motivation. I like to call it discipline because I do think a lot of times, like we were saying, motivation isn't going to be there. So having that discipline and getting the satisfaction out of the small daily actions. And I, I sound like a sergeant right now. Definitely be flexible and kind with yourself, but I I think having something that really draws back to you, because I feel like in my small lifetime, I've spent a whole lot of time trying to please other people. And I have found that it hasn't pleased them, and I end up being disappointed instead of, doing something because it really makes me feel good. Hmm. So that's where I say, like, I am against external motivation, but I, I do see it as a driver. And I even think sometimes you can use it in some ways to even get you through, like, a small hump, like, oh, if I finish this X, Y, and Z, like, I'll go get my nails done. Um, but I also see it being used in a a poor way as well like people reward themselves with food or um they reward themselves or you know they're looking for the validation from outside sources and it doesn't come so I do think it's really really important to have your own internal uh, motivation uh, driver or why yeah no I that that definitely makes sense and both of us being more in the fitness world in our careers, we'd see a lot of that um, goal setting that's rewarded by unhealthy habits and um, it's, it kind of defeats the purpose. Um, but I, I want to get into a little bit more of, uh, you know, you're talking about how it needs to tie back to your character or your why or um, you even said, you know, discipline. So tell me a little bit about how, how you develop that or how you've helped others develop that. And maybe even some prompts that the listeners might be able to work through themselves of like, how do you find that deeper meaning or that discipline when you're struggling with staying motivated? I think one thing that people struggle with a lot is giving themselves time and space to think. So I think even just giving yourself a 
hour, two hours of the day where you can like focus, like focus on, like block out all other distractions. You know, maybe you only have good music pumping, um, but something that's really going to energize you and sit down and write out like what have you always wanted. And sometimes that's a little intimidating because you you might not know what you want, but that's why you need to give yourself that space to even sit and think about it. And it's okay if you don't come up with a conclusion of where do you want to be in 10 years. Like, I wouldn't have been able to answer that 10 years ago. But I think just kind of even having a vision of how you want to feel and who you want to be. So sometimes when I'm having trouble with, seeing what I want to do I I sit down and I write how do I want to feel how am I feeling right now and how do I want that to change so if I'm sitting here and I, I feel pretty icky you know about either my body image or how I'm handling things at work or how I'm doing something I sit down and I write out a vision of well who is the person that I want to be like do I want to be you know open and curious and loving and compassionate and more patient and all those characteristics on who I want to be. And I think that's a huge with goal setting is not just like, Oh, I want to, um, you know, own my own business someday. It's okay. If I own my own, own business or when I do like, who do I need to be to run that thing? Like a machine. So writing down those characteristics, cause, um, when I'm feeling a little unmotivated, and I always think you should write this down because you can go back and look at it. When you are motivated, it's like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> and you look at that and you can go, oh, this is who I want to be. And this is how I want to act today. Even though I kind of feel like crap, but this is who I'm going to try to show up as. So I think that's a huge thing with um, goal setting. It's really not just looking at the goal itself, but looking at the characteristics. Because then even in those characteristics, you can see in daily actions how you need to respond. So if I say I want to be more patient... And I, I go out and an employee comes in my office and is interrupting me and I instantly want to be, be a little snarky. I can stop myself and go, no, I told myself I wanted to be patient today. Nice. Was that, was that helpful? Yes. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you um, gave us kind of an example because that was going to be where I went next with this is that um, can you... Tell us a little bit of how you've been able to implement that in real life. You know, it sounds awesome. And I also buy into the idea of constructing your goals um, and then having, you know, the the actionable items that you need to take in order to achieve those goals. But um, tell us a little bit about, you know, a time or two that you have had to implement that when you have felt demotivated oh i can definitely think of a couple times actually in front of me i have four little sticky notes that say be engaged be humble be present be yourself um so i have reminders um i have a vision board that is in my closet so when i'm getting ready in the morning i can see and this is the first year i've done a vision board but i really liked it because when i you know, wanted to stray away and we kind of want to like go back into the sheltered comfort zone, I can look at that and I can go, no, this is what I want to be and this is why I want to do it. Um, There's also been times where like I'm not sitting next to my sticky notes or I'm not sitting next to my vision board and I'm getting ready to work out and I actually have to just take five, 15 minutes. I'll either 
sometimes I'll scroll through Instagram and I can, you know, find something motivational to look at or, or I just sit with myself. <laughs> sometimes that's the hardest thing to do, but sometimes it's, it's the most important thing to do. But you know what? I'm feeling really frustrated, um, but I'm going to give myself a little space and kindness and know that this is going to be a really hard workout. This is going to be a really hard meeting. This is going to be a really hard what the heck ever you have to go into and just show up, like just show up, just start. And sometimes like in the workout example, like I have eight to 10 exercises and I'm like, just do exercise number one, just do set number one. Like just give myself that permission to just do one thing and see how I feel after that. And usually what I find, I think there's almost been, I would say 99% of the time, I do think there was one time where I was like, okay, I'm really tired, I need to go home, but most of the time, I finish the workout, and I'm like, and I have, usually those are my best workouts, because I was so present in each set, and not looking at the, oh, when do I finish, I was just like, this exercise, this rep, this, and just counting tempos, just being mindful, and next thing you know, you're done with the workout, and you're like, wow, that was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are the, those are the best workouts when you're, because, and we could have like a whole other podcast on expectations, but I feel like when you are having, um, a really hard time with something and your expectations are that it's going to suck and then it doesn't, and you finish the workout or you get through the, the tough thing and it wasn't as bad that that sometimes <laughs> is way more rewarding than if you like so many times I'm like pumped to go to the gym and I'm going to crush this workout. And then it was just okay. And it's like, Oh, that was kind of a letdown with those days that you hurt yourself in the middle of the workout. (laughs) It feels like a letdown. Exactly. But the days that, um, it's a challenge to even get there and to get going. And then afterwards you always, I mean, you always feel better afterwards if, if in the event that you don't hurt yourself, <laughs> but hopefully that's not happening too often. And, and usually you're feeling so much better afterwards, not just because, you know, completing a workout physically feels good for your body, but also from a, a mental standpoint of, Hey, I said I was going to do this and I did it and that's awesome. And I can feel proud about that. Oh yeah. It's funny how uh, working out and I just found I, I also played softball. I didn't mention that in the beginning, but I um, played up until college. And I always used to tell myself, like, it's so funny how much this fitness teaches you about life. Um, and anything you go through with sports or with uh, fitness is never going to be as hard as real life. It just really isn't. And I just really appreciate uh, fitness for that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's so funny. I do feel like um, so many of the things that we've both learned through doing personal training or even just working in the business side of the fitness industry is so applicable to personal development on a more broad scale. And um I, I find myself coming up with analogies all the time, as I'm sure you do too. And, um, it's definitely a good construct from which to have personal development grow. 
Definitely. I just want to ask one last thing to if you have any other thoughts, feelings that you want to share having to do with motivation, any last nuggets that you want to make sure that the listeners have a chance to hear. So I guess really motivation isn't going to be there for you. It's, it's not going to be the one waking you up out of bed every day. Um, you are that. So, you know, motivation isn't somebody tapping you on the shoulder and saying, we got this. Like occasionally yeah, you got that friend, but you are the one who drives this and you're going to drive it by small actions and following a process. And even if that process is, you know, just taking care of your mindset each day and taking, you know, five minutes to journal, whatever your process looks like it, being disciplined and consistent with it, um, is really what I would say, because motivation is really not going to be the one that gets you to your end goal. You are that person and the small actions you take and the person you want to become is what's going to get you there. That might've been a silver nugget, but I hope it was. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was great. Thank you. And, um, Sarah, where can listeners find you in the world? So I have a Facebook and an Instagram. It is Sarah E. Zalud, S-A-R-A-H-E-Z-A-L-U-D. That's both on Instagram and Facebook. I post every once in a while um, motivational things. like So you can come to my page and get a little kick every you need. or you can just get some exercises, any kind of education. I love posting educational things. Um, and you can also message me. I'm so happy to help out and give advice where I need, and you need it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. And I hope that all of our listeners are uh, leaving this podcast feeling motivated. <laughs>